Hi, welcome to the Meeting of Minds podcast. I'm Philippa. Welcome. I've just said that, I said it again now. Um, yeah, today um, I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about stress, overwhelm, burnout. Uh, those are phrase terms that we hear a lot. I'm not expert I also don't think just the fact that I'm not an expert doesn't mean I can't talk about these things because I I think actually what amounts to stress what amounts to overwhelm what amounts to burnout is very much an individual experience so something I might find stressful somebody else might not and equally you know the other way around so there are general identifying factors that might suggest one is stressed, overwhelmed or burned out. But um, I think it is very much um, an individual thing. And it's how we experience things that means that we might react in a way um, that we might react because we feel stressed, because we might feel overwhelmed, because we might uh, be approaching or actually in burnout. So. I thought this was, I wanted to talk about it because I have quite openly talked about the breakdown I had five years ago. And there were a lot of things going on in my life right then, but one of them was another bout of burnout. Um, and I have experienced burnout several times during my life. Uh, because I now know my childhood trauma was driving me on, was fueling my behaviour. And, you know, my survival patterns were people pleasing and, you know, perfectionism. And those are definitely traits that will push one to burnout. Not everybody, but it, they are definitely factors that will push one towards burnout without even recognizing what is happening along the way and I realized uh, as part of my healing journey that I have obviously a tendency to burnout because my survival skills mean that I feel like I have to do behave in a certain way in order to survive so I uh, my overwhelming desire is to survive and burnout is not going to be something that I want, but equally, it's not going to kill me. Well, um, whereas if I don't survive, then that is going to kill me. Does that make sense? I hope so. So my, my you know, the primal uh, part of my brain is driving me to survive. So my desire to uh, people please, to be a perfectionist, to do more, overrides any other um, feelings in my body to slow down. That's what I was trying to say. So I hope that now makes sense. Now, I realised uh, up until perhaps last week that I have been feeling the start of burnout again. So I have taken a step back. I took a break from the podcast before starting this new series. I've taken time, um, a lot of time away from my business to regroup, to decide my way forward, uh, to work out what it is that I like doing in my business 
So I'll carry on doing that. What I don't like doing that is necessary, and maybe I can get some help with that. And what I don't like doing and is not necessary, so I can then drop. So I've been really taking time out to work those things out because I have definitely fallen victim to the 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 standard standard is that the right word uh starting my business two years ago there is a lot of free content that uh that that is available to consume and I have consumed a lot of that in my bid to learn about running a business and uh, you know a lot of the things that are said are the, the same so I've done courses I've done webinars I've listened to podcasts I've done all sorts and a lot of the things are the same that are said um and you know discovering your ideal client is niching um marketing all sorts of things and I have definitely fallen victim of listening to things and thinking these are things I've got to do these are what I should do so I've been doing all sorts a lot of things I've been trying this I've been doing this I've been doing that and I really began to realize that I wasn't necessarily enjoying it and not enjoying work is a place that I really recognize I've been there a lot The whole point of me doing my own thing was to try and avoid that again. So luckily, I recognised it reasonably quickly and I backed off because I thought, I just don't want to go here again. If I can only do this job that I am doing now, this work that I'm doing now, by constantly being on the brink of burnout, then that is not where I want to be. So I had to work out whether it was the work that I don't like or whether it was the way I'm working. And I've realised it's the way I'm working. Hurrah. So now I have to find a way to do the work I want to do in a way that is sustainable and is not going to lead me to burnout. I'm not saying I've got the answers because that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about recognising stress, overwhelm, burnout, and in the hope that if I can at least just help you think about where you might be uh, and you might recognise some of the signs earlier so that you can take a step back and assess where you are and work out what if anything, you can do about it. I mean, there's always something, there's always something that is possible. Uh, We just can't see it. And when we're right in the thick of certainly burnout, it's really hard to see a way forward and a way through. It really is. So that is the point of this, because I have now come back with renewed enthusiasm and you know, one of the great the things I really enjoy is doing this podcast. So I am going to carry on doing this podcast. Um, I've now released it on YouTube as well. So if you're watching on YouTube, hi. And for those of you listening to the audio, I'm just waving to the um, camera. Uh, so this is what I'm going to carry on doing because I love doing this and I want to carry on doing it. It's really important for me to carry on doing this. Uh, but it's been great to have time to reflect and think about that. And I know I'm lucky that I've got the opportunity to do that. I know not everybody can just take a little break from what they're doing uh, to work out what they're, you know, 
to work out the way forward. But actually, we can find time, usually somewhere, if we want to. And it's that whether we want to, that is another question. So uh, today's podcast is just a little look at how we might get in that situation of potentially being burned out in the hope that maybe you can avoid it. And at least if you are in the middle of it, you might recognise it and then decide what to do. So stress, for me, for me, stress and overwhelm and burnout are a little bit on a scale. So we can start off feeling stressed, it can become overwhelming, and then we end up in burnout. I think other people might have a very definite, definite, you know, definition of those three things as something very different. I get that. I've already said I'm not an expert in defining those um, conditions, if that's a word to use. But my experience is that they lead from one to the other. So if we start with stress, you know, I think stress, uh, my grandfather used to say um, that he didn't understand stress and stress was a new word in his life, which, of course, it would have been a word that sort of wasn't around when he was younger and was a word that then became used more and more. But he didn't understand stress. He didn't get what it was because as far as he was concerned, he loved his job so much that he never worked a day in his life. You know, okay. (laughs) Uh, He was quite a character, my grandfather. um, And probably if he did feel stressed, probably wouldn't admit it or wouldn't like to admit that what he was feeling is probably what other people would like to describe as stress. So, you know, he was quite a formidable character. But stress is not all bad, because I think the the way we talk about stress these days, oh, I'm really stressed. And, you, you know, and I, I do it too. But I do think we have this idea that stress is always bad. Stress can, for me, stress is that feeling that something has to be done that something has to be done often reasonably quickly within quite a short time frame uh and it's the sense of urgency and importance uh, and or importance that makes that makes the situation feel stressful that's what i think and that's what it is for me uh and sometimes feeling the urgency, feeling the importance of something and the need to get it done can make us just get on with something, can stop us procrastinating, can actually make us work efficiently and stop faffing about. You know, we can all faff, can't we? And just get on with it. And and I think in that situation, a level of stress is manageable for me anyway. Okay, Uh, you know, uh, those of you who know me know that I used to be a lawyer. I worked under a constant level of stress because there is always more to do. You know, you never get to the point where you think everything is done because it never is. There's always something more. There's always a client on the phone wanting something else done. There's always those things that you leave until a quieter moment that you know you have to do and sometimes don't get done for a long time because they're not particularly urgent but there is there is a constant low level of stress well 
mid-range level of stress a lot of the time. There is, that is there in, in a lot of jobs where there are perhaps not enough people to do what needs doing, or it's just a job that thrives on that um, level of activity and need to be done. So I, I should imagine a lot of you listening to this uh, podcast, watching this video, will understand what it is to feel stressed. Because the fast pace of life that we lead now does put that time pressure on us um, as much as anything else. I think stress becomes bad stress when we are put under pressure for too long and we are put under pressure that is totally unrealistic as in you've got to have this done by tomorrow when there is absolutely no way you can do it tomorrow so you can do the best that you possibly can to get as much of it done but you know you're not going to achieve that goal so you are constantly fighting this I know I'm not going to do it but I've just got to get as much of it done as possible but whatever I do is not going to be good enough that for me has turned into really not good stress bad stress do you recognize this uh, and I'm largely talking about work here but this can it doesn't necessarily just relate to work it can list it can relate to things that we have going on in our lives outside work it might be um it might be things we've got to do at home around the house. It might be things to do with our children, with our parents. It might be that we have other commitments outside work. We might, any sort of commitments um, or things that we have committed to. So we might have, you know, we might sign up for all sorts of things, courses to go to, um, charitable events to help out at, um, I don't know, have an allotment to dig. Um gosh you know it's endless clubs to go to um you know the thing the things that it is possible to commit ourselves to you you know the number is just huge so you know the stress can relate to those things as well it's not just about work I think we can relate to it more around work perhaps if we work but it, it also relates to um life outside work and particularly um I think around particularly around illness as well I think so if we are ill or someone we are caring for or are close to is ill I think um the stress of doing what is needed around that illness be it acute or uh, more long term that can really apply there as well so um uh, so that's stress and I think good stress can turn into bad stress if we're not careful. And then in my mind, the next thing is it becomes overwhelm. So when the stress is too much for too long and, you know, you can't sleep properly because you're worrying about it, or you don't eat properly because you haven't got enough time to to buy good food, cook, um, enjoy good food, go out with friends. When you stop enjoying the things that you normally like doing, when you feel angry 
a lot of the time frustrated um, when you notice that change in your behavior, when you don't have time to exercise or just move, you know, when you don't have time to do the things that you like doing, that you usually enjoy doing, to do the things that you know are good for you. In my opinion, that is when stress has moved over to being overwhelmed or overwhelming, whichever way you know makes sense to you. And that is a real warning, should be a red flag. I would hope that if you recognise that in yourself, that would be a red flag for you to actually take stock of where you're at. How have you got there? And actually, what can you do to minimise the overwhelm and in, in a way move away from that overwhelm? Because if, and I have been there so many times and not recognised it and not done anything about it, and if we don't do anything about it, it gets worse, it gets bigger, it gets harder it um, affects us more, it starts having an effect on our relationships, it starts having an effect on our health. Overwhelm is, the word I'm overwhelmed is used quite a lot as well, I think, not perhaps not quite so much as stress, but it's, I think it, it can feel like something that we can go, oh, I'm a bit overwhelmed, but it will go away or something. And maybe I only feel overwhelmed in this moment. That is the start of overwhelm. If it's, you know, one minute you're feeling overwhelmed and like the next day, good night's sleep, the next day you're feeling a bit better. But if by the end of that next day you're feeling overwhelmed, that's really a sign that it's creeping up and that it's getting worse. And if, we don't take that, recognize that sign and do something about it. And we'll talk about that in a moment. Then we are well on the way to burnout. And I think a lot of us, a lot of you listening, watching, may well be feeling burned out. And not and not know that's what that not know that that's where you are. I think the last two years have been very hard. Even some people who've sailed through it or think they've sailed through it have not been. You know, you have not been unaffected. You have been affected, even though you perhaps feel like either you can't acknowledge that you've been affected because you haven't been affected as badly as other people or you think oh no it's fine I've sailed through this I can't believe that there are really that many people who have sailed through all these lockdowns all this uncertainty all the constant changing of the rules all the um listening to the to the number of deaths listening about the number of people on, in hospital, watching the reports from hospitals. I don't see that how anybody can actually have gone through these last two years and not be affected to some degree. And 
the thing, the important thing now is what we're going to do about it. I'm recognizing the way, recognizing that the way we're feeling might be overwhelm, might actually be burnout. I'm hoping to to give you some, give you a lifeline, if that's not a corny thing to say, for you to understand that that's where you are, for you to be able to take some action to take back control of what is going on. Because the longer you leave it, it's not going to get any better. It's probably going to get worse. And I really, really want you to see it now, see it for what it is and take some steps to make things better for you. I really do. And that's the whole point of me doing this podcast. So I've just, need to, I'm going to look at my notes because I really want to make sure that I don't miss out uh, any of these signs of burnout. Um, some of them are definitely things that I've experienced. So I would be able to talk about those. I just, but not all of them. So I just want to make sure I refer to all of these. So some of the signs of burnout are feeling tired and drained all the time. Now, actually, one caveat to all of these signs of burnout are it is that no one of no like individual one of them is is either a definite sign of burnout or on its own is not necessarily a sign of burnout. It's all about you understanding your life, where you are in your life, what is happening in your life and how you feel about it. And the reason I say that is, for instance, if you are a new mum with a baby, you are definitely going to feel tired and drained all the time because it's hard work. Lack of sleep and the constantly being there for your baby's needs is hard work. It's not understood. It's not, it's not, um, no, it's, it's not that it's not understood. It's not recognised really that it's hard work. It's sort of seen as something that, well, that's what women are here to do. So just get on with it. It is hard work. You will be feeling tired and drained. Now, whether you are actually feeling burned out will really depend on how you feel about it, how long you've been feeling like that, because actually it's a natural state to be in as a, as a new mum and it doesn't last. When you get to the stage of getting a bit more sleep, hopefully soon, then you know, you might start to feel less tired and less drained. But equally, if you carry on feeling like that when you are getting more sleep, then, you know, it might be that you're at that burnout stage. So just bear in mind that all of these things that I'm going to talk about now are very, there's there's, there's a lot of nuance there and it, it, you need to apply that to your own life and the way you feel about them. Uh, because there's no sort of specific diagnosis. It's not a medical condition with a diagnosis, but it's very, very important uh, that people start to recognise, you start to recognise whether you are feeling burned out and do something about it. So uh, another sign of burnout is feeling helpless 
or trapped, you know, and or defeated, that sort of sense of hopelessness. Uh, I have definitely been there. Another one which tends to go with them, along with some of the, the, the other symptoms or signs, is feeling detached, you know, alone in the world. So you feel like you're feeling pretty, I don't know, helpless or defeated. You know, God, I'm trying all these things and nothing's working and I just can't do it. And you feel really alone, you know. I talked before about overwhelm, um, a sign of overwhelm, not enjoying the things that that you used to enjoy. You know, you're definitely going to feel like that if you're burned out, feeling angry a lot of the time. You know, when your outlook becomes like consistently negative or cynical, that is a sign of burnout. Although some of us have, not me actually, but some people, some of you listening, will have a naturally cynical outlook on life and have always been like that. So just being cynical doesn't mean that you're experiencing burnout, but it can do, especially if you have become cynical when you haven't always been cynical. Self-doubt, you know, not being able to make decisions or or questioning the decisions you have made and have you done the right thing, Um, doubting every little thing about your life and thing that you're doing, you know, that could be a sign of burnout. But equally, some people are quite indecisive anyway, and there are, you know, other reasons behind that. But if you, particularly if you are normally quite good at making decisions and you find that you now all of a sudden are struggling making decisions that could be a sign that you are on your way to being burned out or you are actually there same similar with procrastinating and taking longer to do things that some people are naturally like that and there's all sorts of reasons for that but if you are experiencing procrastination or taking long to do things, which is different to how you usually are or how you have been in the past, then it might be um, a sign of burnout. Feeling overwhelmed, um, it, which is interesting because I looked at, you know, I've looked at different lists about signs of, of um, burnout and feeling overwhelmed is one of them. But I think overwhelm leads to burnout. That's my take on it. Um, also, um, you know, when we have physical symptoms that start sort of seemingly out of nowhere when and and those physical symptoms could be all manner of things. But they could also be burnout. They could be your body's reaction to burnout. So don't dismiss these things. Um, obviously, I, I think hopefully it's obvious that if you're experiencing quite a few of those things that I've um, just talked about, you may well be in that state of burnout. And, you know, what do we do? What what do we do when we're feeling burned out? We don't know that that, that this is burnout, that this is something we're experiencing because of the way our life um, has been probably for a while. It's probably been building up. And what sort of things are we doing? Are we perhaps drinking a bit more? Are we perhaps uh, turning to drugs? or food, or sex, or shopping, or gambling? Are we doing any of those um, 
things that are recognised really as signs of uh, avoiding painful feelings and numbing painful feelings. So those are some of the activities that we might be engaged in, perhaps more than usual, or we've taken those things up lately as a way of coping with the way we're feeling. I mean, you might be turning to those things for something else, but it could also be a sign of uh, burnout. Because actually, a, 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 a more... Um, a person who's not experiencing burnout would be perhaps more inclined to work their way through some difficult feelings by going for a walk or resting or, you know, doing some breathing activities, um, reading, doing some light exercise. Those are more, uh, what's the word? Those are things that people would do when they are experiencing difficult feelings, if they are not feeling burned out. Because burnout stops us being able to see what we need, see what is necessary. So what we need to do if we are feeling burned out is to actually, you know, stop abandoning our needs in favour of others and what other people need and want us to do and actually think about what we need what do we need to do to make ourselves feel better what do we need to do to satisfy our needs and wants um so you know do we need to take more time outside to be in nature do we need to eat um better food do we need to drink more water do we need to drink less alcohol less caffeine maybe um and maybe not permanently but maybe just for a while to help us get back into a better place do we need to rest more i mean i don't think many people rest as much as they need to do me included some of the time do we need to do some breathing exercises maybe yoga might help because yoga helps us get in get in touch with our breathing as well as moving and stretching our body do we need to do more light exercise? Do we need to do more? Well, if the opposite of light is maybe heavy exercise, as long as that's not becoming a coping mechanism. Uh, you know, so exercise is good. Obviously, it's good. It moves our bodies. It helps us feel good. Um, as long as it doesn't turn into sort of uh, this, I have to exercise just to get through the day. That, that then sort of is a sign that there's a problem. So, you know, when we are having difficult feelings, when we are, um, you know, when we are experiencing stress and overwhelm and burnout, when we, it is all getting a bit much, how can we stay with those feelings? So, understand for ourselves that it's all a bit much and, and and stay in our bodies and feel that and put in place strategies to help us feel better rather than find a way of avoiding those feelings and um, numbing and finding ways around it without really addressing the problem. Because first of all, we need to make ourselves feel better about ourselves, make our um 
eat better, drink, you know, drink more water, um, move, just make ourselves feel better, make time for ourselves. That probably has to be at the expense of something. So either it's um, time off work, not going out with our friends, um, not doing some of the other things we've committed to ourselves, but taking time back for ourselves to spend time with ourselves, to spend time on ourselves doing things that are important for us so that we're in a better space so we can then address what it is that has got us to this place so that we can then make changes in our life. Because when we are in that desperate burnout position, we are not able to make decisions to actually change what has got us in that place, got us in that position in the first place. So what we need to do is get ourselves in a better place and then address the problem. I hope that makes sense. I hope this is useful. Um, thank you for listening. That's it for today. Uh, and um, I'd love to know. I'd love to know your thoughts. Please do get in touch. If you feel called to send me a message, I would love to hear from you. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it, as I've said. And I will be back next week with another episode. Until then, take care. Thank you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends, please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website www.safeandsupported.co.uk Until next time, bye.